You heard me say it, and I believe it wholeheartedly, that if you lead with identity, everything else will follow. But I've had the experience in my work of coming in contact with individuals who want what follows, but aren't willing to lead with identity. It used to bother me and I could not figure out why they did not want to lead with identity. Then it dawned on me that people think that doing identity work means that you're broken. When in fact, it has nothing to do with brokenness and it's not an attempt to fix you. Identity work is about coming in alignment with who you are and not fixing, but honoring who you are and building a brand that is most authentic to who you are. So if you're ready to leave with identity and become a supernormal superstar, visit YourSupernormal.com right now and let's do the work. So I guess what I think of when you say that word is uh, the right place. Am I in the right place? Okay. And, or it, when it's all over and I meet my higher power, is he going to say, you know, well done? Or is he going to say, dude, you wasted, <laughs> you wasted. I had to pull you because you, you, you wasted, you were wasting your time. So I pulled you. <laughs> <laughs> Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show, podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all the major platform directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over a hundred thousand podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. You'll get a great looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to show how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes and more. So start your show today by using the link provided in the show notes. This lets Buzzsprout know we sent you, and it gives you an opportunity to receive a $20 Amazon gift card, as well as it helps support our show. What's up, everybody? You are listening to the What Now podcast, where we discuss ways of effectively addressing life's 
most difficult moments. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the What Now Podcast. That's right, the What Now Podcast, where we discuss effective ways of facing life's most difficult moments. Now, if you have listened to the podcast at all, you already understand that we no longer define these moments as difficult. We've scratched that word difficult out. We've whited that word difficult out. We've done whatever we need to do to that word difficult and replace it with defining, defining moments, defining moments. So we discuss effective ways of facing life's most defining moments. And the reason why we classify them as defining moments is because we have the right, the authority, and the responsibility to define those moments and not allow ourselves to be defined by a moment. My name is Clifton Pettyjohn. I am your established voice of transformation. I teach individuals how to revolutionize their lives through purpose, identification, and execution. You are listening, as I said, to the What Now podcast. I'm excited to have you listening on today. If it's your first time, thank you. If you've listened more than one time, thank you. We want you to know that we appreciate each and every one of you. Now, here's what I want you to do real quick, because I'm going to tell you the What Now podcast has the ability to unlock hidden treasures in your life. It has the ability to open your eyes. It has the ability to unclog your ears. It has the ability to bring direction and understanding to you. But we have to make sure that we're present to listen to the podcast. So here's what I want each and every one of you to do. I want you to take a deep breath in, hold it, breathe out. One more time, breathe in, hold it, breathe out. Now, if you were able to complete that exercise, it means that you are alive. There's breath remaining in your body. And as long as breath remains in your body, purpose yet remains. It also means that now you have forgot about the past. You forgot about the future and you are present right here in this moment. And there is nothing like being present in the moment because it is when we are present in the moment that we are able to experience the transformation that's needed. Tonight, we have another amazing guest. I want you to sit back and enjoy this episode. Many people define stagnation as not producing or being at a standstill. I get it. However, I would like to add a little weight to the definition and say that I may be producing, I may be moving. However, my production and my movements are disrespectful to the purpose that's inside of me, to the greatness that's inside of me. If that's going on, that's stagnation as well. And that's okay. Guess why? Because I have developed a tool. I wrote a book called From Stagnation to Transformation. And that book was written specifically for individuals that feel stuck, 
that feel lost, that feel like they're just wandering in the wilderness, that feel like they just, I need something is just missing. It's okay. I want you to head over to www.cliftonpettyjohn.com forward slash transformation. There you're going to find a complimentary portion of the book. That's right. A complimentary portion of the book. I want you to read that portion. After that, it's going to ignite such a fire inside of you that you're going to want to purchase the your personal copy of From Stagnation to Transformation. So I want you to do that as well. Why? Because I believe that it'll give you a 21 day jump start to fulfilling or re-identifying purpose in whatever core area you find yourself stagnant in. So again, visit www.cliftonpettyjohn.com forward slash transformation. Well, how are you today? I'm outstanding, Cliff. How are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. I'm excited about this conversation. Like I tell all of our guests, it is my personal belief that after this conversation, those that hear it, lives will be empowered, educated, activated, and they will be released into a new experience of purpose and life. Well, that's a heavy burden to put on me, but uh, I'm going to step into it. I'm going to step All into right. it. <laughs> so I always like to start with an icebreaker question. All right. I'm going to use my favorite icebreaker question, and that is, if you could have one superpower, what would that superpower be and why? I would never get old. Oh. I would never get old. You know, I, I I saw a comment years ago that getting old is, is not persistent. And <laughs> <laughs> and just dealing with the physical things that come along with getting old, kind of paying for the the things that you did. Uh, but it, oh. it, and also, you know, an old saying: if I knew then what I know now, yes, things would have been different. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I would just like the idea of having more time. More yes. time. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Uh, Definitely what understand the, uh, that. I... What, the, uh, what movie was that? Was it something about Dorian Gray? I believe the guy who never got old, or the Mirror of Dorian Gray, or something. Mm -hmm. uh, basically, his his wives would get old, his friends would get old and pass away, and he never changed. You know? Oh wow! Side of, uh, <clears throat> me of not getting old. Yeah. Wow! Awesome! Awesome! Now what I want to do is I want to give our listening audience an opportunity to get to know you. They've heard your bio, but I also like that personal uh, getting to know you. So I want to give you an opportunity to take a journey through your life. You can go as far back as you desire, as you're comfortable with, to how you got to where you are now and what it is that you do now. Okay. Well, I grew up in D.C., Washington, D.C., we call it D.C. And I uh, went to school there, went to University of Maryland. Uh, eventually graduated from the University of Maryland. Um, at some point, I guess in the early 80s, I moved to Atlanta. I was working for the government for uh, actually 10 years. And I realized I wasn't really setting the world on fire. You know, we, I, we had one high school reunion, 10-year reunion. And it just seemed like the one thing that the people who were really rocking it had in common was they had, they had left. They went somewhere else. And I, got, and I stayed at home with the, with the buddies. You know, all the people that uh, we grew up with still doing the same dumb stuff, partying and 
and uh, all just wasn't really rocking it. So I thought, you know what, I need to get out of D.C. and move to Atlanta. Was there until uh, 91. 91, my girlfriend and I moved to, uh, actually we moved to New Jersey because she got a, uh, a promotion, which brought her to New York. Been in sales for most of my life. And uh, got into real estate uh, 20 years ago, actually. My wife at the time was a mortgage uh, broker, and, and she thought she may want to become an appraiser. She checked it out, decided it wasn't for her, but she told me, you should check this out. You, know, you really like numbers, and you know, I think this would, this would be a good fit for you. At the time, I was a fundraiser for the United Way. And, uh, but, you know, after listening to her, I checked into her, I said, okay, I do like this. I really do like this. And, uh, that's what led me into real estate, actually. So I've been an appraiser for over 18 years. And I love real estate, actually. Um, like you said, uh, you told a little bit about me, my bio and everything. Uh, I'm a realtor, licensed appraiser. I invest in real estate. And, uh, Real estate is my passion. So that's the quick, the very quick synopsis of where I am now. Just loving real estate and what it can do for us. Awesome. Now we're going to touch on some of those things because you hit some triggers as you were talking. I want to touch on the first thing was you talked about you had your 10-year high school reunion. Okay? And you realized you weren't setting the world on fire. And you realize that one of the commonalities was that everybody that was setting the world on fire. By my definition. Yet by your definition, had moved out from a familiar place. Now I want to ask you, how was it once you moved, how was that for you? Did, did it give you the fire that you were looking for? Or was it still something that you had to grow into and, and figure out on your own to get that fire. No, because wherever you go, and I think this was in this was said in Alice in Wonderland or Alice through the looking glass, I believe. Wherever you go, there you are. All right, I still brought me with me. Okay. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it wasn't enough to relocate. All right. I still had to go through some changes. Okay. Uh, I I still found the people that were doing the things that I like to do in Atlanta. Uh, so there was a growing thing. There was a growing thing. Um, and you just wonder what you, you have to learn. You honestly have to learn. And, and you know, hindsight is always 2020. Okay. You really can't see the patterns. You can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect the dots looking back. But, but eventually I picked up on some it took a while. It definitely took a while. But um, like I say, wherever you go, there you are. And uh, the, with the way the way I was having fun back then, back in my, uh, well, I guess it was early 30s at that point by the time I left. But, um, you know, you find, you find your, you find your tribe and, and you just fall right into the same things again. So it took a little while for, for me to uh, change all of that. And I'm glad you hit that, um, even hit that, you know, you were in your early 30s because I just spoke to a young man last night. We were just talking about his life and how he had envisioned his life as a teenager. And he's 29 years old. And his mindset is, 
I'm just too old now to accomplish some of these goals. And I said, too old? I said, you're 29 years old. Your life is just getting started. I was explaining to him, I said, your 30s will be that you, those years that you can really begin to hone in and define some things. Yeah. So how did you, uh, when you were going through those development stages, how did you not give up on yourself? How did you not give up on your dreams? How did you not give up on life in general? Naive. That's why. I, I, you know, when you're young, <laughs> when you're young, you know, people are telling me how you know I'm going to be successful, how smart I am, and uh, all of this. And, you know, you just stay focused and just filling my head with all of that. You know, you're smart. You're this. You're that. So I was supposed to be successful, and that's why when I looked up and uh, I just realized, you know what. It's not happening here. I'm not really setting the world on fire here. You know what? Let me try somewhere else. I can be mediocre anywhere. That's what I was telling myself. Back. I can be mediocre anywhere. What's the worst that can happen? Do I come back to D.C. with my tail between my legs? No. I'm going to fall back into the groove. And the thing at that point, Cliff, I was working with the Federal Reserve at this point, statistician. And uh, coming up, well, yeah, it was coming up on my 10-year anniversary. And I realized that, uh, you know, at 10 years in this job, either it's time to make a move or just shut the hell up and dig right. in and do your next 10, do your next 10 to 15 or whatever, you know. But, uh, you know, either either settle in or jump. So mm-hmm. I, I just thought, okay, what's the worst that can happen? I can be mediocre. That, 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 that thinking. But like I said, to answer your question, I was just naive and was thinking, you know, I can be whatever I want to be. People say that you can be what you want to be, you know, you can do what you want to do, and uh, you're real smart and all. So just get out there and try it. Um, <laughs> That's a good mindset to have because I've, I've dealt with a lot of people who have the mindset where they fear that. Like they fear the failure of trying versus. Like you said, I could be mediocre somewhere, mediocre somewhere else. You know, having that type of mindset and being willing to jump and take those risks, you know, help lead you to your next and help lead you to your now and help lead you to purpose. So I want to throw a word out there at you, and I want you to tell me what it is that you think of uh, when you hear this word. And that word is purpose. It's interesting you said. Come up with that word uh, because that's something I haven't thinking about. Right? Am am I uh, fulfilling my purpose? It's so funny you should bring that up because last night I decided to take the Maya Briggs test. All right, are you familiar with the, the personality yes. test, Maya Briggs, and um, what's the other one? Um, uh, Tony Robbins does one where you try to determine are you a high D or high S. Uh, I forget what that one is called, but. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, I, I, oh, disc, the disc. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Just to kind of because this is something I've been praying about. Honestly, am I on purpose? Am, am I living on purpose and with purpose? Uh, um, so, I guess what I think of when you say that word is uh, the right place. Am mm-hmm. I in the right place? Okay. Or well, when it's all over. And I meet my higher power. Is he going to say, you know, well done? Or is he going to say, dude, 
you wasted. <laughs> you wasted. I had to pull you because you 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 wasted. You were wasting your time, so I pulled you. <laughs> 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 Hopefully, he'll say, "Well done, my good and faithful servant." <laughs> I like that. I like how you how you brought that about because a lot of people are either at that phase in their life or going to get to that phase in their life or have been in that phase in their life. And like I tell people, purpose is an ever-evolving journey. I think that sometimes we try to just simplify something that's so complex there because uh, I know people who have, oh, man, I'm not in my purpose, so I'm going to quit my job, <laughs> you know, and then I'm going to find out what my purpose is. Well, long time you're going to find out that that job was connected to your purpose because it was giving you some skills, talents, some abilities, some resources to connect you to overall what it was that you were called and created to do. So let's talk about the real estate aspect and how you fell in love with real estate, how you you know, got involved. You told a little bit how you got involved in it, but how did you know, like, this is it right here? This is what I'm loving. The appraising, the investing, I love doing this. All right. Well, I got into real estate because, number one, I always wanted to be in business for myself. And I saw this as the vehicle, uh, the appraising thing as the vehicle to start my own business. Uh, to become an appraiser, you have to serve a two-year apprenticeship. All right, so you have to find a mentor that you work with, and uh, and you actually keep a log of all the work that you do, because you have to turn that into the state before you're even allowed to sit down to take the exam. So, um, I realized that uh, well, once I get this going, I can have, you know, go off and start my own thing, because what I eventually did. But in the meantime, you you get to meet people, you. You have that mentor who's bringing you along and, and guiding you and all. So, and I realized there's a lot of money in real estate. And um, I didn't know it before in my previous life, but most of the people who have been, uh, who've gone on to be rich, they have real estate in their portfolio. <clears throat> okay. They say um, that um, don't wait to buy real estate, buy real estate and wait. Eventually, and and they have all sorts of things like that. But I started realizing that real estate is the way. All right, now it did take a long time before I decided to jump in and start investing. But you know, better late to the party than never, right? Um, but I I truly believe that uh, owning real estate, and and that's what got me excited. As you start going out here and, and uh, educating yourself on the, the different avenues available through real estate, what you can do once you own a piece of property. And how how much energy was put into uh, trying to keep us, uh, our community, from owning property. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. we could be owned, okay, but we could not own property because that puts you in another category. The people right. who who, uh, who started this country and wrote the Constitution and all, uh, you had to be a landowner to vote mm -hmm. in the beginning. That's how much land was uh, valued in the beginning. Okay, uh, so. Once I started understanding that, and like I said, I've been in this game now uh, almost 20 years, about 18 years, I think, as an appraiser, maybe even longer than that. I'm not sure. I have to go back and check. Uh, but almost 20 years, um, I can appreciate that. And also being able to live a, leave a legacy. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, 
yes. passing on property and, and leaving a legacy. And and hopefully, I, I don't have children of my own, but I have lots of nieces and nephews. My sisters and brothers definitely went out and multiplied. And uh, so uh, being able to leave a legacy and something that uh, uh, the next generation and the following generations can build on. All right. Um, instead of this thing where in our community, a lot of times each generation starts from scratch. Each of them starts from scratch, you know. And if you, if grandma dies and she leaves a the house, then they want to get together and sell it, sell it, sell it, yep. you know. And I can take the money and buy a Lexus or something, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and park it in my uh, my uh, my apartment parking lot. You know, never own anything. Right. So I'm trying to educate a little by little the the nieces and nephews on that aspect. But it's an opportunity to to leave a legacy. I hope. Awesome, and that, that's another trigger word that you just hit was legacy, and I think that it is so that is so important in our community, uh, especially at how you took it all the way back. That those who uh, framed this country, that wrote the Constitution, they value uh, property so much that you had to be an owner in order to vote. And I think that that's one of the main reasons why I drive ownership. I drive ownership of property, ownership of content, ownership of your businesses, ownership of your ideas. Own that thing. Own it. And don't just be so quick to sell it for a price that you've never seen before. Right. Just because it looks good for the right Right. now. Just because it looks good for the right now. So let's talk about your business. How was it? Uh, starting your business, what were some of the challenges that you went through for uh, those that are out there that are considering starting? Uh, well, as far as the appraisal business, it's actually just getting with lenders. Uh, most of the business comes through lenders. And when I say lenders, I'm talking about mortgage companies. And uh, Also, you have what are called hard money lenders, people who uh, loan money to investors. Uh, and a hard money lender will uh, loan you money faster uh, based on the the deal, so you don't have to go through all of the hoops that say a bank or a mortgage company would put you through. But you pay a high interest rate. Uh, so basically, we have uh, what you would call conventions in real estate. All right, you just go to these various conventions. At least that's what I did in building relationships and uh, uh, having people trust you and take a chance on you. And that's how I've really built my business over the years: uh, joining organizations. And just being out there and staying in touch with people, probably just like yourself, you know, with, with your various, uh, you're an author, you stay in touch with people, you, you're touching people every day with, with your various podcasts and your various programs. And uh, these are people who take your call, all right? Even if they just say, uh, Cliff, I can't talk to you now, how about if I give you a call back, you know, things like that. So it's about relationships. And um, so I also work with attorneys as well, uh, bankruptcy attorneys, family law attorneys, um, anything where real estate might be involved, all right? There's a lot of money to be made in, in, in death and divorces, okay? Like I mentioned earlier, you know, okay, well, we just buried grandma. What are we going to do about the house? Well, first, let's get it appraised, and then we can decide where we're going to go from there. Do we want to keep it? Do we want to sell it? Or do we want to rent it? Or what? Uh, same thing with divorces. You know, am I gonna buy you out? You gonna buy me out? Are we gonna sell it and split the split the difference or whatever? Well, first let's 
Let's get it appraised and see where we are. Okay. And awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, you go ahead. You go. Ahead. Same thing uh, with the investing portion as well. What are we going to do with the house? Well, I know a guy who buys houses. You know, he fixes houses up and he sells them or he uh, renovates houses and then he keeps them and rents them out and so on. So relationships, that's the key. You know, it, it's, it's not who you know, it's who knows you. That's what it comes down to. So, uh, I mean, I never heard of you, but guess what? My friend mentioned it. Clifton Pettigrew. Maybe I should talk to him. Okay, well, he was recommended by Cardwell Saxon. So if Cardwell says, uh, call him, let's call him. Okay. And that's the key, what I tell that as far as with business, as far as life, relationships are key. Relationships are key with everything. Because like the last example you just used, some people will take your word for somebody they do not know over somebody else's word for somebody they may know, you know, because right. of the rapport that they built and established with you. That is exactly. the background work. That is so, so, so important. I can't stress that enough. Yeah. So, and, and, okay. I was going to say, and, and that's because they trust you because of the way you carry yourself, the way you, uh, you, uh, uh, do business. All right. The way you talk, not a lot of profanity. <laughs> 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 uh, just for your listeners, just taken back to a joke we had uh, before we started the podcast. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they trust you for whatever reason. <laughs> so true, so true. And I think that sometimes people try to execute business and even execute life without relationship. And I think that relationship is essential in all facets of life. And, when we learn that and we can master that skill or master that technique, we'll begin to see a lot of changes and transformation in areas of our lives. It's true. It's true. I was told by someone a, a while back, you know, you want your, I was looking for an, a, an accountant okay, and an attorney. And this person said, well, you want your accountant to be your friend. You know, you want to invite them to the backyard barbecue. All right. That's how close y'all are. Okay. Uh, so you want a relationship with this person, and and that's true in in in, in every phase of the people who who uh, I'm dealing with. Right? One hand washes the other. Iron sharpens iron, right? Uh, yeah. Relationships, relationships. Absolutely, absolutely. So now here's what I want you to do. We have a lot of young listeners that are out there, and some of them are interested in business. Some of them are interested in real estate, education. They just want to conquer the world. They want to conquer the world. What is some advice that you will give to them that are in search of direction for their next or search of direction for their now, especially with how our world has changed now because of this pandemic? What is some advice that you will give them? Of course, get prayed up. Get prayed up. Uh, first off, all right. And then there's not much new out here. I was told a while back, there's nothing new in real estate. Just find someone who's doing what you want to do. and Hook up with somehow. Follow them. When I when they move, you move. Or just just look to them for advice. Um, that's the easiest thing. Find someone who's doing what you want to do and partner up. I think that's the easiest way to go. But make sure you're doing the right thing. You're listening to the right voice. Okay. <laughs> that's just it, because uh so often we'll get distracted by by <laughs> 
know different things. You think this person is successful, but you don't know the backstory. What really listen? Okay. Uh, or you think you want to do this because there's a lot of money to be made. I know early on when I I came out of college, um, <laughs> I had uh, I was a an accounting major, okay, in school. And once I came out, I realized, oh, this is not for me. No, it's just, I had too much energy for accounting. Uh, someone told me, you should go into computers. You know, there's a lot of money to be made in computers, man. You know, you could be a programmer. So I did some programming for a little while, all right? Uh, and simply because you could make a lot of money in it. But then I realized, you know what? There's a lot of sitting at a desk. Yes. Uh, just like the accounting thing. You know, just, I'm not really cut out for this. Yeah, you can make a lot of money, but. I'm not really cut out for this, all right? Um, so there's going to be a learning curve, but you want to make sure you're listening to the right voice. You know, probably if I'd been a little more prayed up back then, I would have um, I would have realized it even sooner. But sometimes you have to go through that, go through those experiences to realize what you don't want. Okay? So maybe maybe I'm not maybe it's not true that what I just said. Maybe I was going to have to go through that stuff anyway, so I could just strike some things off the list and. That sort of thing. But I don't think there's anything new out here, especially in business and uh, in real estate. So find someone who's doing what you want to do and follow them. Right. Whether you uh, tell them, look, I want to help you. Uh, one of the problems that I find with some of these young people in real estate is they want to take, take, take and not give. Yeah. Can, I, can I take you to lunch and uh, pick your brain? Well, baby, I'm too busy. I don't need lunch. <laughs> All right, you have a question? I'll answer your question. But no, you're not going to tie me up for an hour and 30 minutes, uh, you know, uh, with that sort of thing. On the other hand, if you say you want to come to uh, me as, uh, as a as a realtor, say, look, I'll work your open houses for you every Sunday. How about that? I'll host your open houses for you every Sunday. Oh, okay. So I can be in two places at one time then, huh? Oh, that can free up my Sunday afternoon, so I don't have to set it this open house, you know, every open house now. Okay. Now you're bringing something to the table. So yes. don't be a taker. Just just a taker. Uh, find a mentor and offer to help that person. And uh, you'll definitely partner up faster with something. That's my advice. That's all great. That is all great from the, uh, especially the, with that mentorship. Hearing the right voice. Sometimes we don't slow down enough just to be present in that moment. I do, uh, in the introduction, I do a breathing exercise. I make everybody take at least three deep breaths in, three deep breaths out, because now you're present. You're not thinking about what happened in your past. You're not trying to figure out the future. You are present right now. And I find that when we learn to become present, we can begin to master some of those voices that have us all over the place, trying, you know, trying to become a jack of all trades, but a master of none. Uh, and then with the mentorship, I think that is very important. And I like how you said, not being a take, uh, uh, not wanting to give, but always trying to take. Don't be like that. And how you even flipped it with the, I want to take you out to lunch. No, I don't have time for that right now because I'm, you I'm know, busy. host these open house for me. That that is that is so wise. And then what they can gain from hosting the open house, you know, the relationships that can be established. That that's like a great mentoring tool. So I like that. Now. Because I like mentoring from, uh, some people say outside the box, but I've destroyed the box, so it isn't it, it even a box. But the non-conventional type of mentorship okay. like that. Like, I'm not, not what we're just going and sitting and eating and we just talk. No, 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 no. 
I want to see you in action. I want you to see me in action, give me some critiques or something like that, or just me watching you and helping to self-critique myself. So that's great. I like how you brought all of that out. That is so needed, not just for the younger generation, but even those that are, you know, a little older that are still finding their niche in life. Okay. So here's what I want to do. I want to give you an opportunity to give everybody your contact information, social media, website, all of those great things. Okay. Well, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm everywhere. You can find me on LinkedIn, Cardwell Saxton on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook. Uh, I'm on Facebook as the Cardwell Saxton group for my investment uh, side of my business. And the name of my appraisal company is Tight and Right. Real estate valuation. So you can find me at TitanWrightRealEstateValuation.com. Uh, that'll take you to my website or TitanWright Real Estate Valuation on Facebook. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at Nappyhead with the K, K N A P Y H E D, Nappyhead. And uh, what's left? Uh, Instagram. I'm on the gram as Cardwell Tax. Okay. So, and if you just Go ahead and just uh, uh, Google me. Uh, look for me on Bing. There's a page and a half of all the different places where you can go to find me. All right. So just remember my name and just Google the name and decide how do you want to reach me from there. About that. Awesome. 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 Now here's what I want to do. I have one more question for you. Okay. Okay. So I want to uh, give you that question. Uh, excuse me. <clears throat> and that question is, Given us a lot over this conversation, throughout this conversation, a lot to think about, a lot to apply to our lives. If everyone was to forget everything that you said in this conversation, what would be one thing that you would want them to take away from this conversation? Relationships. Relationship. Create relationships. One with your higher power, and two with the members of your tribe. So you want to create create your own tribe. Actually, so relationships are key. All right, there's not much new out here. Just find people who are doing what you want to do and connect. That's awesome. it. Awesome. Listen, I want to thank you for uh, joining us on today and sharing so freely with our listening audience. We definitely value and appreciate that. Listening audience, thank you for listening. I want you to text relationships to 302 302-648-5544. By doing that, you let me know that you have heard the podcast and you get a chance to enter in the drawing at the end of the month. All right? Listen, as I always say, create a great day, walk with purpose, and by all means, execute your destiny. Peace. Think about if you acted on every idea. Um, perhaps you may have several businesses right now, right? You may be a multimillionaire because you acted on those ideas. Who knows? However, think about it from this standpoint. If you acted on every one of those ideas, perhaps you may be overwhelmed all the time. Perhaps you may be having difficulty managing the different businesses that you have. You may be having difficulty managing the moving, different moving parts. Even as uh, for myself, being an entrepreneur, solopreneur, as they would call, uh, call me, it's sometimes interesting because I have these ideas for my business, 
But at the moment, I am not at a scale where I can do that. Um, but let's talk a little bit deeper. Some of the ideas that I have are good ideas, but a lot of the ideas that I have, number one, are not tied to my identity. Secondly, they're not, I, uh, they're not connected to a need or a gap or they don't answer a question. You just heard the voice of identity strategist, Michael Weston. Michael spent 10 years as a marketing and branding expert, and now he focuses on helping clients identify breakdowns by discovering their identity. Michael wants to invite new entrepreneurs to a live interactive course where you will receive real-time feedback and support as you begin to develop your new identity-aligned business. The name of the course is Fresh Identity, and we'll explore these three questions. Who am I? Who is my idea for? And how does my identity connect to my idea? For more information and to sign up for the course, visit www.fresh.supernormal.com. What's up, everybody? You are listening to the What Now podcast, where we discuss ways of effectively addressing life's most difficult moments.